I want to be a pro football player. I want to be a rock star. I want to be a gamer. I'm going to be an influencer. These are all careers that I've had students tell me that they wanted to do. That was their plan. So how do you respond to those ideas? Now, you may not have grown up with the goal of being an influencer, but think about your own dreams and ambitions that you had as a kid. Think about the first job that you had as a young adult. Also, think about the worst job you ever had. You might find that they're even the same job. So many times we run into a situation where kids with disabilities are planning their futures and planning their careers and thinking about the kinds of jobs that they might like to have. In reality, that might not be their final decision. Career thoughts often shift depending on the day and the time in the most recent video that's popular at the moment. You just never know what's going to happen to job plans. But it's really important that we listen to the kids, the high school kids, as they're thinking about their jobs and thinking about their futures and become a guide of sorts for those plans. My goal today is to help you as a parent, or if you're an adult, help you as an adult, plan your career. Now, that's can be a huge undertaking depending on the circumstances and depending on the impact of the individual's disability. So there are a lot of factors to take into consideration when you're thinking about a plan for yourself in your career or a plan for your child's career. So today I want to give you some insights and experiences that I've had helping students and some resources that I know will help you or your teens work towards a plan and a future and a realistic, viable career. Welcome to College Disabilities and Success, Episode 20, Planning Your Career by Mickey Hayes. The opinions in this podcast are my own, but please reach out to your college, to your physician, or to legal services for any additional information. Career plans come down to experiences, the education we have or need, and the training we have or need. Making career plans pulls from a variety of options. An individual can go to college or trade school. They can go and get a a GED if they don't want to finish high school. They can go straight to work. They can join the military. They can get a job and then go to school for specialized certifications. There are apprenticeships. There's a whole variety of options available to individuals with or without disabilities. The reason I started this podcast was I firmly believe that individuals with disabilities can and will be very successful in college with just a few strategies and techniques and structured plans. But not everybody wants to go to college. Not everybody should go to college. There's just a lot of opportunities out there. So one of the things we have to look at are those various opportunities. And what direction does that individual with a disability want to go in? But please, please, please don't decide for your child what their career is going to be. I've had a lot of parents who do that because the disability is such that they sort of assume that this is what they're going to do and this is what they can do. And so the parents will adjust their entire lives around making that possible when in reality it had nothing at all to do with what the kid wanted to do. So please listen to and hear what your children are saying and figure out a way to help them in the area that they are specifically interested.
interested in, even if it's something that doesn't match your vision. Your child will have career opportunities and career assessments throughout high school and at college. So there are always career assessments to be had in those two environments. But today I want to talk about career assessments that you can do with your child or for yourself. The first resource that I'm going to talk about today is something called ONET, and it is a website sponsored by the U.S. Department of Labor. There will be a link in the show notes so you can check it out if you're interested. But what I like about ONET is it's very thorough, it is free, and it takes into account all levels of ability. So that would be important if you're trying to help an individual with a disability who may have some limitations. You can go online and do the ONET yourself. There are 60 questions and they only take a few minutes to go through. And each answer is rated one to five, whether or not you would love to do them or you have no interest in doing them. And then once you go through and you answer those 60 questions, then it will give you a profile result. The profile result scores six different areas, realistic, investigative, artistic, social, enterprising, or conventional. And you get a score for each of these areas. Clearly, the higher the number, the more that area pertains to your interests. From there, you go to the job zones once you get the results. And the job zones will categorize five different areas for jobs, little or no job, preparation, some job preparation, medium job preparation, high job preparation, and extensive job preparation. So each of those zones brings into account how much education is involved and how much training is involved, how much experience is involved. You choose the area of job preparation that fits your particular profile or fits you. Once you pick your job zone, it will take you to another page that tells you how much experience is needed for your area, how much training is needed, how much education is needed, and it will provide you with examples of different types of jobs in that zone. Now going from that point over to careers, which is next, then it will give you the careers that are specific to that job zone that you chose. So you pick a career, no matter what it is, that appeals to you. And when you go to that page, it will tell you it has a video of the career. It has the business, arts and humanities, communications, education and training knowledge that you need for that type of a career, the type of personality that that career is suited to, who does well in that job, the type of basic skills and social skills that you need at that job, the verbal abilities you need at the job, the amount of attention you have to pay at that job. It has a whole section on the technology that goes along with that job. It also tells you the amount of education you need for that job, the outlook for that job, if it's bright and looks very good and promising, the range of pay for that job, and then it will give you some other links to other jobs that you could explore that are similar to the one you're looking at. So when you get into the career section of this ONET, the amount of information for each individual job zone is incredible. And that's why I'm saying that it really fits all types of levels and degrees and abilities. 
for individuals with disabilities. And it's something you can do online by yourself or with your child, depending on who needs the service. And it zeroes in on a very good selection of job possibilities and employment possibilities and career possibilities. The second resource that I'm going to tell you about is something called the STAR Students Transitioning to Adult Roles Person-Centered Planning Process. The STAR Person-Centered Planning Process, it's not to be done by an individual at home. It is a process that is used by a classroom teacher or by an organization that specializes in supporting individuals with disabilities, but it is not the kind of activity that you can just take and do at home. So this is something If you're interested in, you would refer to your child's teacher or one of the special ed supervisors, anybody who would be interested in it, but it is not for home consumption. Now, the STAR person-centered planning process was written by me and a colleague, and it was part of a TIPSID grant for students with intellectual disabilities who were transitioning to college, but the STAR person-centered planning process really applies to an individual with any kind of disability, and in particular, those individuals who are struggling with very severe limitations because of the disability. It is applicable in reality to any individual who has a disability, but it has to be done through the classroom teacher. Now, it is an individual process It focuses on one particular student who develops their STAR, and it was designed to ensure that students with disabilities who were transitioning into post-secondary programs had an opportunity to determine their own future and to determine their own path with the support and encouragement of the adults in their lives. So not only the parents, but it could be significant others, boyfriends, girlfriends. It could be best friends. It could be grandparents. It could be aunts and uncles. But people who have a vested interest in that person becoming a success. Now, it allows students to develop a vision for their future regarding where they want to live, the kind of work that they want to do, and the relationships that they want to build. The idea for the STAR PCP process is to identify the individual's personal plans for the future and their life as an adult, where they see themselves in five years. It is designed to support their pursuit of the necessary skills for post-secondary education. It looks at the career development and employment skills that the individual has and needs. It looks to academic enrichment that would benefit the student. It looks to the independent living arrangements and skills and education that that individual student has or still needs. It looks at the self-determination that the individual is practicing and also the campus and community engagement that is part of that person's future. It's intended to be an integral part of the post-secondary program, so any of the TIPSID programs or the college programs for students with intellectual disabilities. It works well with those programs, but high school transition programs as well, but it's designed to be an integral part of their post-secondary plan. The STAR chart has very specific purposes. Each of the arrows on the STAR process captures the academic curriculum and in many cases aligns with IEP goals. It was developed and funded by the University of South Florida St. Petersburg through a grant by the 
Office of Postsecondary Education. All the resources are free and available on the Project 10 website, and I will have that information in the show notes for you as well if you want to share it with a teacher or someone at your child's school that you think would benefit from it. I gave you two very different resources today. The ONET that anybody can do at home and can be done very easily and without a lot of time, but yet gives a ton of valuable information for that person to support them in their attempts to get a good career. And I also gave you a resource, the STAR, person-centered planning process that is designed to be used in conjunction with a school or specialized program supporting individuals with disabilities. But in both cases, all of the information is available for free. I hope one or the other of the materials that I gave you today help you and helps you and gives you some ideas about how to support your kids with disabilities or how to help yourself plan that future that you were sort of lost about what kind of options might be available to you. So regardless of your needs, I hope we were able to offer some career guidance to you today. If you have any questions, you can always email me at mickeyteaches at gmail.com or you can go to my website mickeyteaches.com and there are also resources there as well. Have a fabulous rest of the day and we will talk to you again soon. Bye. Information contained throughout this podcast has been gleaned from my own personal experiences, but to ensure accuracy, please contact the Disability Services at the College of Your Choice to have first-hand information and the most up-to-date policies and procedures followed by your particular institution of higher education. The content in any of these podcasts is not intended as a substitute for information from legal, educational, or medical professionals. Always seek the advice of your attorney or qualified health care provider with any questions you may have with regards to legal, educational, or medical concerns.